Good afternoon. I'm Zach Collins with your KSLM and KS95 Sports Update. This Harlan Cyclones team came off the winter break with a bang as they've gone 5-2 in their last seven games. In their two losses, they fell to number 5 Underwood, 57-49, and lost to Crescent last Friday night, 41-32. Head coach Mitch Osborne has been happy up until the last game against Crescent as the Panthers came out with a tough defensive scheme while Harlan came out flat on the offensive end, shooting just 27.9% from the field. I don't know if there was any hype for us against Crest, and we really, really played poorly. We had a great week. We've had a great post-Christmas break, and, uh, you know, that was one. We just uh, we came off a great win Thursday to Glenwood, and we were flat, and we give Crest a lot of credit. Um, they came out and played well, and uh, we missed a bunch of bunnies inside. We probably missed eight to ten buckets we figured uh, inside and, and layups, combination of guards and posts. So we just got to do a better job of being better prepared each and every game and, and uh, really got to focus and concentrate. And uh, like we said, it was a, it was a tough lesson to learn, but we're going to move forward. Overall, Harlan has been shooting 39% from the three-point marker, despite shooting just 2 of 14 in the game against Creston. The keys to success for them are that they are patient in their shot selection, and they can rely on the post-play by Franz Rice. Well, we've done a real good job, and we've been, uh, because we got the post presence of Franz Rice inside, so that really helps open things up. And we've been selective and haven't taken... A ton of them. We've, we've been smart. The only problem, we did struggle at Crest, and we're two for 14 down there. But um, we said it, it really helps, and it opens up the inside, too, because they got to come out and defend the arc. So uh, just got to keep doing a good job, and, and shot selection is a big key to that. This season, Harlan is led by Franz Rise, Jason Erlmeyer, and Cade Sears. Rice has been averaging 11.8 points and 7.5 rebounds per game, while Ermeyer sits right behind him with 10.6 points per game, and both are shooting above 50% from the field this season. Cade Sears has been an important player in the mid-range shots, averaging 8.3 points per game, but suffered an injury last week against Creston. Well, obviously, Earl shoots it, shoots it well from the outside, and then we got Franz inside, and we're running sets for Franz, and, uh, you know, Kate comes in and uh, can play all five positions, and he's extremely quick, and unfortunately, he rolled his ankle at Creston, so uh, we don't know his availability for this week. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see from there, but uh, they're just all through. Everybody's doing a real nice job, and our guys are finding them when they're open. Looking ahead, Harlan will be taking on winter set tonight while they prepare for Thursday and Friday with back-to-back games against number four Kemper Catholic and Lewis Central. This week will surely be a test to see what the Cyclones are made of. Yeah, but we'll get winter set tonight and on the road, and they're extremely tough on their home floor. And uh, like I said, Kate Sears is not going to be playing tonight, so that, that definitely hurts us. And Braden Agers is uh, questionable also. He came back from his leg injury, and, and now he re-injured it down at uh, Creston. So hopefully uh, we get he might be able to play and uh, – so we'll take Tuesday off, and then we'll come back Wednesday and prep for Kemper because at Kemper LC back-to-back, I don't know if you could have a tougher back-to-back. <laughs> uh, fortunately, Kemper's home, and then you come, then we go Friday to LC. You know, everybody's in the same boat. That's what we told our guys uh, with all the makeup games, the two-week span of all the cold weather and, and that. But uh, just got to do our best, and, and you just got to take it a quarter at a time and uh, a game at a time. And so uh, we'll just have to try to do our best to step up, and different guys got to do that. Harlan takes on Winterset tonight on the road with the opening tip-off at 7.30 p.m. They'll then have a homestand against Capper Catholic on Thursday and travel on the road to take on the Titans on Friday. 
And speaking of high school boys basketball, let's take a look at tonight's high school boys basketball schedule. In the Hawkeye 10 Conference, Clark will battle Creston in a non-conference matchup at 7.30. In the Western Iowa Conference, Riverside battles ICAM Manning at 7.30 p.m., while Tri-Center will take on Underwood. The Missouri Valley takes on number 8 trainer at 7.30 p.m. In the Rolling Valley Conference, Woodbine battles Xyra EHK on the hardwood at 7.30, while Glidden Rousen takes West Central Valley to the court at 7.30 p.m. in a non-conference matchup. In the Raccoon River Conference, it'll be number 2 ADM against Carroll at 7.30. In the Pride of Iowa Conference, Southwest Valley's got a tough competition against Nottaway Valley at 7.30 p.m., while Lennox takes on Central Decatur also at 7.30 in the West Central Conference, Martinsdale St. Mary's battles Panorama in a non-conference matchup as Interstate 35 takes on Woodward Granger, both at 7.30 p.m. You'll be able to check out the final scores of those competitions right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. The IHSA has released its new approved changes from the Football Advisory Committee. These new changes will explain how specific issues will play with playoff hosts, forfeits, scrimmages, and other related factors for postseason football. The postseason football side assignments were agreed upon to help distribute the hosting the IHSA's ranking and seating processes for Class 2A, 1A, A, and 8 player. The order of hosting now falls in the round of 16 will be one for a district finish, two head-to-head results, three IHSA ranking, four fewer district results, and five alphabet draw. In the quarterfinals, it'll be the head-to-head result, the ranking, the district finish, then moves to the fewest district losses, and then the alphabet draw. When taking a look at forfeits in the regular season, the IHSA is changing the rules based on the lack of available players. If a team forfeits a regular season game, including Week 9 non-district games, they will be ineligible for the postseason. Teams also now be permitted to schedule the weight room sessions outside of the preseason four-hour practice window and will be able to practice on Saturday and Sunday following the allowable scrimmage date. Teams will also choose how many teams and what teams they scrimmage with up to four teams at the same site. For playoff games, we'll also see a little bit of a change in the officiating crew as they will now assign seven people to officiating crews rather than just five officials for state semifinal and final games in all classes. And continuing with high school coverage, the Atlantic Archery teams won the Bullseye Tournament at Orient as Perry tied the school record. Atlantic won the high school competition in Orient with a total of 3,321 points. Grant Perry shot a school record setting 297 of the Bullseye competition to lead all scores. Hank Roberts finished third with a 288, Connor Johnson in ninth with a 278, and Kyler Eddy finished in 10th with a 277. In the high school girls' division, Bellberg finished as a runner-up with 279, Madeline Blake in fourth with a 277, and Lily Johnson in fifth with a 275. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.